is dealing with uh, what does love have to do with it. So we're going to open up. Uh, let me open up in prayer first of all. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to open up our minds, open up our hearts. Thank you for using me as a vessel to speak your word. It's you, Lord, speaking, and I'm just uh, uh, letting it out my mouth. So I thank you for using me. I thank you for the life you've given me uh, and trusting in me and betting me to be able to share your word with people you put up under my care. So, Lord, I love you so much for that, and I thank you. So as we speak this word, let someone grab it and let it just transform their life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So here we go, man. I'm so excited about today, uh, and I'm so excited, man, because I'm doing so much studying and all that, man. And the more I study, man, the more excited I get about God. And I just want to share, man, and I'm glad I got young people in the audience. I am so grateful, man, whenever young people come to church. I promise you, man, I am just elated, right? Because uh, Satan has a, a whole campaign out now, man, to drive people away from the church, right? And so people are walking away. I got a, a, a meeting tonight at 6 o'clock with a young man that was a, a, a part of our ministry. And he said, man, I just felt, it's just hard being a Christian. He said, I, I just can't see myself being a Christian, right? So now I got to... I got to have a, whole, a long conversation with him about that. And here's the thing that, that's challenging is that um, a lot of times people see people that call themselves Christians and then they misrepresent the kingdom and then the people walk away from the church. And they think that's what Christianity is. And so they get, they say, man, I don't want to be no Christian, but I just want to let you guys in on a secret. All right? Christ ain't got nothing to do with what they're doing. Right? People do things, man, because they have not submitted their lives completely to right? And then they, and then you see them, and you have a lot of respect for them and honor them, and then when they're not walking accordingly, man, that you lose your faith. Don't put your eyes on people. Keep your eyes focused on God. Listen, being a Christian is the greatest thing that could ever happen in your life. I promise. It's so life-transforming, and I'm going to try to prove that to you today, right? So in John, the third chapter, so John is writing, and so John opens it up with a very familiar passage of scripture today, um, and I translate it, says, for this is how God loved the world. This is how much God loved the world. This is how much God loved his universe and his creation. This is how much he loved him. Now, I want you to understand how, how much God, not people, but God. All right, now, any, raise your hand if you're a parent. Man, your kid, they can be bad as whatever, man, but you just love them boogers, right? You love them, and you just try to discipline whatever. They make you mad, you get angry, but they steal yours. You see a big thing going on with Kurt Franklin and his son, right? And I started interview with his mom and all that. She said, we, but we love our son. He's still our son, right? Despite everything else, we send him to therapy and all this kind of stuff. He's still our son, and we still love him. Right? And they just make choices. Right? But listen to God. For this is how much God loved his son. He gave his one and only son. God was willing to sacrifice his son. Because whenever sin was involved, it had to be a sacrifice. Right? So God says, listen, sin is so great, man has fallen and the only redemption work, man, is my son that can really bring him back into relationship with me. So he was willing to sacrifice his son. That's how much he loved you. That's how much he loved us. That's how much God loved us, right? 
And, you know, you, I see, uh, so I saw this, this uh, on Google image. I said, man, I got to get this here, man, with, with Christ on the cross. Because I remember, man, when the kids said, how much you tell the kid? How much do you love me? Is it this much? I love you this much. I, but I love you this much, right? And, but, but God really love you this much. God love you so much, man, that he was willing to sacrifice his son for you. Right? For the sake of you. That's what love is. All right? So the title of the message is, man, what love got to do with it? Right? What does love got to do with it? What does love got to do with it? I want you to know it has everything to do with it. I mean, it has everything to do with it. Right? Every single thing. Listen to uh, John, First uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 to 2. He says, my dear children, I am writing this to you so that you would not sin. Now, now watch God. Watch what love is all about. But if anyone does sin, I love you so much, even if you mess up, right? We have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. Even if you mess up. Right? Then he says this. He is Jesus Christ. An advocate is one who speaks to God on behalf of you. Now, people, well, um, listen, listen. Read, most people don't read the Bible. If you read the Bible, man, from Genesis to, to, to Revelation, Jesus, God didn't play in the Old Testament. If you mess up in the Old Testament, he killed the whole family. He killed them all, Tasha. He didn't care. He said, listen, because you know better. You know the law. I gave it to you. This is what it is. If you screw up, I'm just going to take the whole family out, right? Because we didn't want to leave no bad seed, right? But when Jesus came, Jesus knew how Satan bothered us. He knew how Satan would win in certain instances. He knew how Satan would sneak in and creep in, right? So Jesus is there talking to God on your behalf. That's what advocate is. So he's advocating on your behalf. So when people say, I want to walk away from the church, and I don't want Christianity, and I don't want to be a Christian, I'm not a Christian, just remember you got somebody, man, named Jesus Christ is talking to God on your behalf when you know you screwed up. You thought your mama was going to get you. You thought when you didn't come home, you was in trouble. What happened when you know you messed up and the only body that can help you is God? And then God touched the mind of someone, man, and they give you grace. Because he always worked through the heart and minds of people, right? That's what love got to do with it. So he's there, man, loving on your behalf while you messing up. Saying, Father... Give them another chance. I know they didn't really mean it, even though they did it. So he's advocating on behalf. Who is that? Jesus Christ. A Christian is a person that follows the teachings and they're disciples of Jesus, not people. So don't get your Christianity, man, messed up, man, based on people. You got to follow the Savior. 
You got to follow one. All he's doing is advocating on your behalf. He loved you so much, he gave up his life. He was in heaven and said, I'm willing to. Right? That's how much God loved you. All right? God loved you. Right? Now, let me go back. All right? So, it says, he is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly, truly what? He's the one truly what? Righteous. Everybody say righteous. Jesus is truly righteous. Right? Now, so you can't let people sidetrack you and throw you off. Jesus is truly righteous. Then he says this. All right? He himself is the sacrifice that atones, that means pay for, because if you sin, man, man, somebody got to pay the price. Jesus got, I got this. Put it on me, because I love them too much. Put this one on me. That's what it's called, atonement. So he atoned for our sins. He paid for our sins, right? Atoned for our sins. And not only ours, but the sin of what? The whole world. He loved all of us. And you know, be honest with yourself. You know you did some things that don't nobody know about that you thank God he don't reveal. But God's grace, because he loved you, he loved you so much that it's only God's grace that you hear. You were driving down the car. You know you was going too fast. And you ran the stop sign. You know, you know it, right? Now, listen to 1 John 1, 1 and 2. Long ago, everybody said long ago. The Lord said to Israel, his chosen people, this is what he says. I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. With an unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. He said, forever He said, I've loved you everlasting. I mean, forever. I'm always going to love you. There's nothing man man can do to make Tasha not love him. Now, she can make, she can get a bottle and throw it across the room and hit him upside the head, but she ain't going to stop loving him. Right? Um, uh, so, so it, it doesn't matter. So, Lil Burn can do something, she's still going to love him. The, the thing is, uh, I may be mad at you, but I'm not going to stop loving you. Because it's an everlasting love. So God said, listen, I know you messed up. So watch what he does. He reminds you how much he loves you. And then in, in the connection you have, man, you go back and say, Lord, thank you if you just give me another what? Chance. And then he gives you another what? Chance. Ask me how I know. Because you're sitting here in the sanctuary. That's how I know you got another chance. They lied on you, and God delivered you. They gave you some medicine that made you sick, and God strengthened your body to heal you through it. You took some drugs, and it should have OD'd you. God pumped it up out of you before it got in you. Because you was all by yourself with nobody in the house but you, and you thought, hey, this is me. And you like, Lord, don't let, please don't let me die now. And he delivered you with nobody there. Won't he will? Mm, I found like Onika, won't he will, will? Now, so, so then the psalmist 
139, in verse 13 and 15 and 16, here's what he says. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Right? And this is it. This is God. This ain't your daddy. This is not your mama. This is God. But watch what he says here. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You know you lied. But God knew you was going to lie before you lied. He shaped you, man, while you was in your mother's womb. Watch this here in verse 16. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment, watch this here, was laid out before a a single day had passed. God loved you so much, man, he already knew that you was going to mess up, Frida, and then he still loved you anyway. He said, before you came out, before you was even conceived, already had a plan for you. And my love is I'm, I'm going to cover you regardless. And, 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 and you know it should have been over. You know you should have lost your job. You know your family should have walked away from you because you're crazy. You know, doggone well, you saying, man, ain't no way. I wouldn't even stay with me. If I had did, and, and here's the thing, but they love you. Listen to God. God is a spirit. And here's what God does. When you mess up so bad, man, he still let them love you. That's what love got to do with it. Right? And yet, you still love me. Despite my lying, despite my cheating, despite my embezzlement, Despite me lying on my income tax, claiming kids that ain't mine. Despite it all, you still love me. You you could expire me, but you didn't. That's what love is. That's what love got to do with it. God said, I love you. And what he's saying is, I have an assignment for you. And I'm long-suffering. I'm very patient with you because you know what you're doing. And I keep running roadblocks because I keep blocking you from self-destructing. Look at Romans 8 and 38. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Now, listen, there is a consequence for every behavior, right? There's a consequence for every behavior. That don't mean you don't love them. You still may give them a spanking. You still may put them on punishment. That don't mean you don't love them. But there's a consequence for your what? Behavior. The wages of sin is death. That's the consequence. But he says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. 
Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Nothing, because that's how that's what love got to do with. Nothing can make God turn his back on you. That's the kind of God we serve. Now, you know, people that do it, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, God ain't gonna put up with that. And you supposed to be a Christian and you you faking, y'all fake. Listen, God said, I know you was faking, and why you calling somebody else a fake, you was faking. Why you was calling them a fake. And you don't want me to expose you why you said they faking. Because you thought you thought nobody knew. He said, I knew. You thought you got over on them? No, I just blocked it in their minds so they couldn't see it. Because they would have killed you if they knew. They would have stripped your whole livelihood if they knew. So I blocked it from them so they couldn't see. That's why you're able to do what you do with the company you work with. You thought you was getting over on them. He said, no, I blind them, man, for your sake. Because if I didn't blind them, he said, your whole livelihood would be shut down. That's how much I love you. And I'm giving you another chance to get it right. Right? Because that's what love got. Everybody said love. That's what love got to do with it, for real, for real. God love is an everlasting love. How long is his love? Everlasting. His love is everlasting. And love, listen, man, love, I, I had an ask idea. It's funny. I'm, I, was, I was in the line at uh, somewhere, and I, was, I got some food or something, and the young boy uh, came up to me, and he said, you, Mr. Duran, he said, you put me and my brother in detention <laughs> a long time ago. And he laughed. I said, ah, well, uh, I didn't know what to say. Right? And uh, he said, but it was all right because I deserve it. What I did was wrong. Right? Now, here's what I told Ardina. I said, but because what I did was right, right, he could smile and say it. Right? He could smile and say, now, now this is important, uh, because what you do matters later. It, 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 everybody said it matters later. So God loves us everlasting. So you got to always operate with the understanding, man, that God loves you and he gives you favor in every situation. And that's why, that's why the scripture says it all works together for my good. Right? That's why you can't walk away from Christ. Now, you can join any other religion you want to join, but I'm telling you, man, it's not better than Jesus. Right? And, and don't, don't judge him, man, based on people who say they're him and they follow him. Because everything about his message, man, is loving people and caring for people. People throw something at you, and you're supposed to be, I'm trying. Right? Now, God's love isn't based on what you do. Because if it was, he would stop loving you today. Because you put, you put a whole lot of things, man, before him. But it's not based on what you do. It's based on who he is. Because God is love. So God love is based on who he is, not on what you do. Because he knows you are out of your mind and don't know no better. So he says, I'm there for you. Right? So my love is based on who I am. Now, that's why it's so important to know who you are. 
Because you were made in his image and you're a reflection of him. So when they see you, they get to see a real true representation of who Christ is. And most people leave the church and walking away from the church, man, not because of Jesus. It's because of you. It's because they was watching you, man, and you were supposed to be. And you said this what you reflect, man. And because you said this, man, and you still could cuss me out and say it was all right and talk about it. I ain't saying just cuss them out. When I'm saying cuss them out, I'm talking about cuss them out and belittling them and talking about it and running them down. Because every now and then, uh, like Kurt Frank said, every now and then they push their buddy. You may say something that just don't sound so good. Right? But what it's saying is, man, but when you start belittling people, man, and hurting people and setting people up and doing things intentional to hurt people, and you call yourself a Christian, a lot of people are walking away from Christ, man, because what they see, people who call themselves followers of Christ. But God is love. He says, listen, it's based on who he is. Well, who is he? And who are we? We're like Jesus with skin on. God want us to know his love and feel his love. God want us to know his love and feel his love. He said, and once you get it, it's a game changer. He said, I want you to know my love. And then I want you to feel it. All right, now, this, this is important. Now, now Psalm John uh, 3 says, for God so loved the world, watch this here. This is how much he loved you, that he gave his son. He wanted you to feel it. Right? Now, God's love is transformational power. It takes, listen, man, this, I'm so excited. You can actually feel his transforming power. It makes you love when you don't want to love. That, that's when you can. That's when you know it's him. I can't stand. I promise. I never. They better not come back in here. Tasha, you said I saw the guy. I can't believe they called me that. And then they come back in to the credit union, Tasha, and they come back in and they tell you how much they appreciate you because what they did was so crazy. But watch this here. You've already forgot about all that because his transforming power. I'm just gonna serve you because his power. You angry. But I love. So I'm going to do, even if you lie on me, I'm still going to do. Right? Now watch this here. He turns an addict into a therapist. That's what his transformed power do. God's power would take an addict and turn him into a therapist. Right? When they were so addicted, all of a sudden, man, the Holy Ghost, the power of God came in their life. And now they no longer, listen, and some of them didn't go anywhere. They just got transformed. And then you can see God, it had to be God, because now your whole life, Teresa, is about making sure that they get off of it. I don't want your life ruined. I'm willing to drive to the end of the world to come and get you out of a jam, because I don't want your life destroyed. That's transformational power. Because when I was in the street, I wasn't coming to help you. I was coming to get you. It would turn a hateful person into the most caring 
and loving person in the world. It's, I never forget I had a custodian one time, and he treated me like crap. And I was the athletic director, man. I was so mad at this man. I was like, ooh. And I said, my job is to love him. And his wife died. And when his wife died, man, God, the love of God, because he, he was a Christian, so he's safe. But he would get around his other people, and, and he would treat me like crap. And I just kept loving him. And, I, and that, my job was to keep loving him. And when his wife died, the Holy Spirit transformed him. The next day, man, after his wife filled, he came in, and I didn't even know the man. Because he wasn't a guy who treated me like crap before. Everything I needed, man, he made sure I had it in advance. That's what God power did. It had nothing to do with me. It had to do with God's power, how it transforms people. Uh, you used to do a whole lot of stuff. How many people used to be? Don't tell me what you used to be, Frida. I just know you used to be. Right? Uh, your kids don't need to know what you used to be. They just know you, you, you just know you used to be. Right? And, and Tiffany, you used to be, but I'm no longer that anymore. And the reason I'm not that anymore is because God's love came into my life and it took a person, man, who was so addicted to this. This thing had me so wrapped up. I never thought I can get out of it, but because of God's love, man, he pulled me out of it and I'm not what I used to be. That was his love. That had nothing to do with me, man, because I was still going down there messing up. Then all of a sudden, I don't know when he took the taste out of my mouth. I don't know when, I don't know when he took off my mind, but I just didn't want to call him no more. I just didn't want to call him anymore. And it irked me, man, that they would call me knowing I was married. How dare you? They didn't understand, but it was God's transformational power because he said, you know it ain't right. I gave you a gift, and you better enjoy it. Ooh, that was good, wasn't it? Man, woo. When God's love reaches your heart, it will change you. I don't care. Whenever his, when God's love reaches your heart, it will change you. It will change how you respond and react to everyone and everything. Now, think about it. When God gets in your heart, Chris, it would change. I mean, I was talking to Chris one time, and he was so mad about something. He said, man, I promise you, you ain't got to worry about me. I ain't finna mess this up with God. That's God doing it. Because before, he said, because the old Chris would have. Right? But I, I'm not the old Chris anymore. Well, why I'm not the old Chris anymore? He said, I remember, uh, Chris, yeah, it's like that. I remember Chris, Chris wouldn't even go to church. I ain't mess with them people, man. So what did it? It wasn't me. I didn't even know he liked me. It wasn't me. I didn't change him. God changed him. He started reading the word, and God changed the way he looked. He said, man, you can have this one. You got me on this one. Because if you had tried to get me 15 years ago, oh, they had to get me because I was coming to get you. Now I'm going to let you have this. And because of that, man, God bless you with bigger and better. Everybody said transformational power. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, man. Uh, God has the it factor. You know, some people just got, it's like LeBron James. He just got the it. You ain't got to like him, but he got the it factor. It's like when he played, everybody can be sorry. There's a chance they can win it just because of him. 
It's like Tiffany Jones when she did. She had the it factor, you know. And when she danced, it's just like it's gonna impact you. She got that it factor. The Holy Spirit gave her that it factor. It's like, wow. And people are like, oh my God. It's like God. So a guy told me one time. He said, I don't understand why them people do all that dancing in front of church. I said, because some people got the it factor. God put that it factor in them. And then, well, you don't like it. Everybody else, all of a sudden, man, all they was doing was dancing, and the Holy Spirit just came over you. Some of us got the it factor, Tasha. You can, want, you can walk into a meeting, and you wonder why. You don't think you're that smart, and everybody re- re- relied on you. What what, what we do next? Now, what's Because you got that. That's that God in you. When you give your life over to God and, and then trust him, and then you get the it factor. Oh, man. That's why you can't walk away from Christ, man. There's nobody else has that kind of impact. Right? Now, now listen, not people, but him. He has the it factor, right? right? So there's something about God's love that causes us to want to pass it on to the next person. It's something about God's love that I want to do, I want somebody else to feel it, Kiki. I want somebody else to feel it. I want somebody, I got to tell somebody else about this. Man, listen, you, you got, I, I, you, you need to know. Because what he did for me, and I know where I was, I know what he can do for you. Right? So what does the word say about that? In John, here's what John says. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you, and you should what? Love each other. Watch the verse 33. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciple. That's the difference, man, between people who call themselves dear Christian and people who are. Because people who are, man, they're always trying to pass it on. Some people who call themselves Christian, they try to take it from them. That's why there's so much confusion with the Bible because when they, when, uh, when they brought the slaves over uh, from uh, Africa and all that, and the, and the people who called themselves Christian, they took the Bible and they took out certain verses. So they had a slave Bible. You go to the museum, they had a slave Bible, right? The slave Bible was different because in their Bible, man, the, 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 the white slave masters had took out the power of God. But what they didn't realize, man, they could cut it out the Bible, but they couldn't cut it out their heart. So when they were trying to hide it, God was empowering them. And, 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 the, and the thing is, and so they want to tell everybody. So that's why they didn't want to listen to this. That's why they put laws on the books say they could not gather. And if the, if the slaves would gather... They had to have a white person with them, even when they preached, because they were so scared that they may mess around and come together, and then the power of God would get with them. Then they ain't have a chance in hell with people who's gathered in God's name. So we got to try to monitor what you say. So, and so you, what you want to do, when you, got, when you got God, you just want to what? Pass it on. I want the next person to know how good he is. Now, there's no way that you're going to get a business and you got a successful business. It, it, I tease my god sister Kim. I'm on radio, so she's going to kill me. I used to tell Kim all the time because she's such a phenomenal cook and she won't give me the recipe all the time. She said, this is my recipe. And I'll and be serious with her when I say this. I said, it don't make sense to me. Chris, I said, it don't make no sense to me. 
The problem is we're in a democracy, right? It's about making, it don't make any sense to me. Because God can't give you something, man, you don't give it away. Now, democracy said, no, man, you got to do this here, man, because somebody else is going to steal your stuff. You can't take from me, man, what God wants me to have. You can't stop me from being prosperous. God didn't give it to you except he wants you to give it away. Somebody said, oh, that's a little different. I don't care what you say, Pastor I'm not giving him my recipe. And then I don't care. Keep it. But somebody's going to get it anyway. They're going to steal it and put it under something else. That's what they're going to do with Chris. They're going to steal it, and they're going to put it under another name and call it something else. But God gave everything you have, man, God give it to you so you can be a blessing to other people because you want to give it away. I want to tell somebody. I want to, ooh, yes. That's why I won't sell no tapes. They said, man, we ought to sell CDs. I said, not not a kingdom embassy. And somebody said, man, we ought to sell not kingdom. I'm not selling it. I I refuse to sell the gospel. I'm just not going to do it, man. I'm just not going to sell what God gave me to get to you. Why would I take a CD and say, well, you can buy it for $5 and go home and listen to it more? No! Makes sense. When, when God created us to give it away. Now, I don't know people online who sell CD going to say, you don't know what you're talking about. That's because, because here's what happens, and I'm done. It's about 11 o'clock. Here's what happens. Because people get caught up in the world. And you want to get the world system, and the world system says you got to do it this way. So you got to protect. My wife would tell you, she's sitting right there. I've given away cameras. I'm a photographer. I've given away cameras. I've given away hundreds of dollar backdrops, $100 cameras, all kinds of stuff. I just gave it away to people. They said, come and borrow. They wanted to borrow my camera. Come here to get the camera. I just said, don't get any stuff. I said, why not? Because when I didn't know nothing about photographer, photography, somebody loaned me a camera. I didn't know nothing about photography. Somebody gave me a backdrop. So now I got mine, and I'm going to say no. Make it make sense. That's the guy we Everybody say the guy we serve. That's what love is all about. What does love got to do with it? That's what it has to do with it. Don't let anybody get you, man, to walk away from Jesus. Study his life, the king, and let him reflect who you are. Because you need to know who he are, who he is, because the enemy's coming to try to take him away from you. Stand to your feet. I didn't even get through, I, I didn't get through half of my notes. But here's your takeaway. God loves you where you are. He loves you. And God wants you to love people where they are. That's the only way that you're going to know what love really is. People got to know, and you got to really be Jesus with skin on it. Don't fake it. And the only way you can do it, man, you have to repent first. You have to repent, man, from a worldly point of view. You got to repent from trying to be like others and what other people are doing. And don't try, to, don't try to be like Pastor Darren, human being. Try to be like Jesus. Because I tell you, I'm, I'm a bad man for real. Tasha, I'm bad and I know I'm bad. But I'm bad, man, because I'm connected to the king. Everything I touch turned to gold. And, and, and I ain't bragging. I'm just telling you what happens, man, when you connect with the king. You know, God, God going to do amazing things. Let us bow our heads. It, dear Lord, we, first of all, give you praise, glory, and honor. And we thank you for everybody who's given their life to you.
and Satan is trying to steal it from you. We pray that you open up their mind and understanding so they don't walk away from you, so they can understand what the kingdom is really all about. Lord, they got to know who you are and what you stand for and what you represent. And I pray that you open up their minds, their hearts, so they can be receptive of your love and so they can wear your love as part of their life. Then they be willing to be you as a representative in the earth on behalf of the kingdom. Thank you for all the people you put in our sphere of influence. So, Lord, we ask you right now to touch the heart of any man or woman, boy or child, that don't know who you are. Reveal yourself to them right now in the name of Jesus. Put someone in their path who really reflects you so they can feel your presence. We thank you and love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for coming today. Uh, I just wanted to, that was on my heart. I do want you all, we get ready to do a baptismal service, but I'm a dismissed church, so for those who want to leave, can leave. But a baptism is one of the highest parts. So don't feel guilty. If you got to go, just you're going to ease out real quiet. Thank you all for being a blessing to the ministry. We could not do what we do without you. So we ask you guys to continue to pay your tithe and offerings, uh, and God put it on your heart. Be a blessing to the kingdom embassy, and I promise you, man, we're going to represent you. We cannot do it without you. We cannot do anything without you, and I just want to thank you all for everything you're doing. And please continue to do that. Right? So, Lord, we ask you to bless the offering. Bless those who have to give and those who have not. Those who are out there in the social media world who's giving, Lord, bless them. Don't let anybody suffer because of their giving. We ask you to give it back to them, good measure, pressed down, shaking together. We thank you, Lord, because men will give unto their bosom because of their relationship with you. We thank you. We praise you and magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, consider yourself dismissed. God bless you all, and we love you. But, uh, but just leave out. Don't talk in the sanctuary. They're going dis- to dismiss you required, and we're getting ready to do our baptismal service. So those who want to stand witness the baptism, it won't be long. It's a great experience. All right? I, my people in place, oh, you should be back here half-dressed. Come on this way. Yep, they should. Uh, Ardina, get them ready because the team is not here. Yep.